0: You're listening to the Fire in a Hole podcast with Richard and Jason, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and a cast.
1: If you want to keep the show free and help us keep the lights on, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.
0: If you have ideas for the show, we'd like to come on the show, uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. That's podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. So um, we had ourselves quite a week. Um, we uh, caught a um, really cool show this week with uh, the, the actual Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, former WWF wrestler. He was yeah. on a speaking tour, which you guys should check out. Uh, it's linked to a documentary called uh, The Resurrection of Jake the Snake, mm-hmm. which is on Netflix now. And he's kind of doing like uh, road stories. Um, he's back here in Montreal July 20th, um, but um, if he's, you should check it out if he's coming through a town. Uh, we talked about it a little bit uh, today, but uh, that's been the, really the highlight of our week. Um, except, of course, the, the visit from uh, today's guest. Yeah, we had Sylvie Rabette. Yes, wonderful Sylvie, uh, who is... Um, her job description, how, how should we put it? Well, she's certainly an engineer.
1: She's an engineer. She works in construction.
0: Yes, and she makes a mean ass quiche. She does make a mean which ass, which we've quiche. sampled as well. But yeah. we just had a really great conversation uh, with Sylvie. Mm-hmm. We we talked about a range of things. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about the Jake the Snake yeah, uh, wrestling we thing. Yeah, definitely talked a bit about that. But uh, I think we did some more uh, serious things as well. Doping in sports. Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It was just
1: one of those things. The fire in the hole effect.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah,
1: and we talked uh, a bit about. Uh, being an engineer, uh, working in construction, uh, being a lady in uh, a bit of the boys club of the construction industry yeah. and, you know, the the good and the bad that comes with that and the, the, the struggles that come along. Yeah,
0: being in an industry that is very male-dominated and comes from male-dominated uh, tradition, but also in, a, in an industry that's been under a lot of scrutiny uh, from... Uh, transparency and corruption standpoint and what that's like how how do you how do you feel all of that when you're when you're an upstanding citizen uh, of the world okay
1: what like a crazy undertaking it is to make these gigantic structures and how people kind of take it for granted
2: oh i'm sorry we have no midsize available at the moment i don't understand i made a reservation do you have my reservation yes we do unfortunately we ran out of cars
1: but the reservation keeps the car here That's why you have the reservations.
2: I know why we have reservations.
1: I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a car. See, you know how to take the reservation, you just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them.
0: basically just went out into the yard in like the middle of the night <laughs> in my in my underwear and just like chucked it in the yard <laughs> threw the thing over this of uh, the fence and then psh, yeah. garden hose <laughs> <it down. laughs> i could see one of my neighbors like across the street like looking <laughs> through the bond i'm like dad solutions <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's straight up i just that's host- a real
3: dad solution I mom up- would have gone like through the Emptied it in the sink, and then yeah. put it carefully in the <laughs> washing machine. Disinfected
0: everything. Yeah, guy just takes it in the yard.
2: <laughs> Is that <a>
1: running <laughs> joke of just like putting newspaper on everything <laughs> yeah. like that, like you know the, the dog shits on the floor, just you put the the
2: newspaper. Paper, on it. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, and I just I just hose it down, I just hose it down, it's and cool. let it dry. It was it was brilliant. I know some cats probably gonna eat all the. Puke. I know that's gross, but that's probably what's gonna happen. Oh, some, yeah. some, some, well, some, some alley cat, wash it out, right? and the older rain or the plants, <laughs> it'll. uh
3: I see cats with gastro in your yard. It the will. Next re- day. It returns to nature.
0: All right. It returns to nature.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps getting <laughs> one like, all over. All the way down the street. Yeah. <laughs> a month later. And
3: then you see some other guy with like a garden hose, like.
2: Fuck mm. was-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you all over the neighborhood fathers in their garden <laughs> hoses but i love doing shit like that i love going outside at like 2 in the morning when everyone's asleep and just like turning on a hose it just freaks the <laughs> fuck out of everybody like seriously cuz you're in bed and you're like is that is that a hose is that the neighbor is that running water is he the fuck no what's he spraying <laughs> at 2am it sounds like he's hitting it doesn't sound like he's just sprinkling like he's not just like hitting the grass or whatever he it's hitting the fence. Why is it hitting the fence? <laughs> right? Like all these que- all these noises that don't make all sense. These questions. Noises. So don't many questions. Make
3: sense. I have so many questions. I, I must get up. <laughs> I must. I have to I find must, out.
0: I must peer through yeah. the But you know my my uh sort of weird um my kind of strange I have this thing what I do that doesn't make any sense. I periodically just stare out the back door, like into the backyard.
3: Why not? I for, do that for
0: no reason. Yeah, there's nothing going. On. I just purely go to the back window what you say? and I'll just go look, and I don't know why. There's no noise, nothing. I'll just go and look out the back window for no particular yeah. reason, and then I always thought this was some kind of weird paranoia, um, until I actually caught a bunch of fucking high school kids about to steal bikes from my neighbors.
3: Oh my god! Like
0: this little gang of shitheads was literally rolling through the alleyway. Yeah. I could see which, who was the like the leader, and they're literally just looking down one backyard after another, and trying to see if there's anything they can grab, and, yeah. and and probably not even to sell, just to be little badasses or whatever. Yeah. And they were right there, and I mm. just like opened the door and went right out, and just suddenly they had the shit to do, and started to <laughs> roll away, and then uh, I pretended to go back in but i was spying on them through the I'm, i've turned into an old man yeah i'm spying get off my lawn, get off my lawn. <laughs> i'm looking at them through the because i wasn't sure right yeah i'm looking through the blinds and i see one of the little fuckers going to someone else's yard one of my neighbors and at that point i literally just like i don't know how fat i like parkour down my into my yard <laughs> and i was after them like i was running and <laughs> I realized why they fucked off so fast. There were six of them. They could have kicked my ass. There was enough of them but to they overwhelm were afraid, me. Yeah. But when a guy with no shoes
3: <laughs> Walks barefoot.
0: runs after a bunch of people, <laughs> I realized that's a really scary thing. Yeah, like a single man running after a group of people. <laughs> it, it's enough to scare a group of people. We're like, that guy's obviously nuts, or yeah, he's on to us, or whatever so, so i called the cops and uh, i think yeah. i think they caught him I if know.
1: you're that mad to run out without your shoes then you're about to do some damage
0: there's something about theft that really <laughs> pisses me off well
3: i think that your checking thing is good i remember you guys had a friend who lost an apartment on the show yep and yeah, you told a definitely. story about the apartment that hap- was on fire in front of yours and right. it was because you peeped in the, you peeped your peephole
0: yeah. Again. Yeah. You peeped, you, you get, peephole. Yeah, you peeped right. your
3: people and you were just checking. And I and I remember that story and I was like, I peep my peephole, and I just <laughs> I'm going to keep peeping my people. This
0: is not a this is not a problem. This is it's a It's fine.
3: You're yeah. just checking and that's what neighborhoods are for. Just what? eyes, you know.
0: Why does
1: that sound so dirty? I don't know. I peeped my people. Well,
0: the, the whoever named it a peephole to begin with was uh, was it was, was a creep. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> it is peepy though because it's like you're spying on the person knocking at the door.
0: It's true. That, whole concept is really, time, that, that whole concept yeah. is really yeah. strange, isn't it? Why, I, just,
3: I run to the door and I like...
0: Why is it you a fish eye? I hallway. peep on what's going on. Why is it's it a usually fish my neighbor eye.
3: going home. Like, oh.
0: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <And then> I, <laughs> I go see what home. you're doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know when you get home.
3: <laughs> I immediately forget like a goldfish. That makes no difference in my life. I just like running to the peephole. I something.
1: assume when I'm in a hallway of a building that I'm being peeped on by every peephole as I'm walking. It's
3: funny. I do that to people, but I don't assume they're doing it to me.
1: Mm, always
0: assume that you're being
1: peeped on.
3: I should. Mm.
1: People are going to peep you.
0: Yeah, hence why <laughs> I take my pants off the second I come into the house. Like, you wanted this? You want you yeah. want some of this? You don't know what you're getting into, but you will find out. <laughs> you will find out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. And it, it's weird. It's weird for... Um, I don't want to act like I'm special, but uh, being a parent... Mm-hmm and having like there's two people with two kids we seem like a normal family (laughs) two outsiders right so and i know there's a lot of people from who are either single and have been for a very long time or Mm -hmm. they're you know broken up with their significant other and the kids are there one week they're not the other and there's there's a lot of like longing sad looks sometimes like like you catch people on their balconies kind of just staring at you and your kids in the yard sometimes and
1: Thinking about what could have been. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want
0: to. I don't want to think too far. Uh-huh. But it's uh, or some couple that will live next door, and the 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 girl or the guy will be like, "You guys look really happy."
3: Oh God, that's so sad. Your kids
0: are like so happy, and you're just like, um, and you don't want to ask like, what's happened? And and who hurt you? <laughs> Dude. Who hurt you? Like, is it too late? Are you with someone who doesn't want kids? Um, is there some other reason why this isn't happening? You know, hmm. um, and then it sometimes it's like literally like neighbors. It's like, do you know your neighbors? Do you know in the building? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember I know your building. Your building is like a like a Kubrick movie. It's Like a, yeah, <laughs> like the hallways.
3: <laughs> it's kind of special.
0: It's like 2001 <laughs> Space Odyssey. Yeah, there.
3: the doors are red. And there's yeah. like a all the doors lights. are
0: red. It's all very like modern, but uniform. Like you could, you feel like yeah. you're lost in it's some a new, sort of
3: yeah new condo building. They're uh-huh. quite similar. Okay, but the so you yeah, know your the neighbor. red is particular. The mm-hmm. doors are very like, and they're sunk in. You know, they're
0: yeah. There's like an alcove or whatever yeah, you want to call and
3: there's it. There's a little light above your door. what
0: uh, what how, how many of your neighbors do you actually know?
3: I know, I know quite a few of them because I've been in the building since it was built. Mm-hmm. And I got involved in the whole administration thing. Okay, so like I the condo to know, ugh, yeah. committees or whatever. Yeah, uh, and and place. there's like um, there's a common uh, terrace on the top and a common loft. So there's a bit of a communal. Do people area. actually use them? Yeah, and the pool. There's a little pool. Uh huh. So like you end up chit chatting, and the longer you live there, the more people you know. But now people are moving in and out. Like people are selling or renting, and so there's like new people in the building. Yeah, and they're friendly. I'm just like. I don't know them, but we'll get to know them. It's all right. I don't mind not knowing everyone, though.
0: It's, yeah, it's,
3: it's cool. People are pretty private too, so it
0: depends. It, feel, it feels like there's this, this like sweet spot, of how much you want to know your neighbors and yes. how much you don't. Yeah, like you want to have a good little chat with them once in a while, but you don't want to have to see them every day.
3: No, I, I made some friends that I that I do I like. I, we hang out, but. Others, I'm ha- quite happy just saying hello and yeah. and just knowing there's
0: like the bare stat the the bare the minimum. Bare
3: minimum, yeah. And it's I mean it's um it's like a big home, you know. So y- it's nice to know that you don't live around assholes,
2: of weirdos, a bunch of weirdos, and
3: yeah. so yeah, it's a it's a friendly little mini community, you know. Okay, if be- and people are relatively. They're very okay. They're very on the level. And I don't live in a very big building. Like, so people are pretty, yeah, like I said, private and respect the whole thing and respect people's privacy. I think it's a,
0: it has something to do as well with the fact that, like, these are owners, right? They're not just renters. Yeah, hmm. that makes people, a big difference. I think that buyers, there's a sense of, like, I don't want to start any shit here because i can't just leave this place exactly like, there's a whole investment in this
3: exactly yeah
1: it's a nice place but every time i go turn the corner i expect to see like two creepy twins just holding <laughs> hands at the end of the hallway it's <laughs> it, like uh, being it john, like, john malkovich like shining yeah. style
0: <laughs> or, or just someone on a big wheel just roll down the yeah, <laughs> yeah. red rum red rum <laughs> Some Japanese girl crawl out of the TV or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all those things, all those creepy like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is it is quite odd. But do you do you agree, Richard? There is a sweet spot. There's a sweet like spot in terms of knowing your neighbors, but not know not too much, but not too little. Yeah, yeah, I would say so.
1: Yeah, yeah, I just to be able to give them a nod and a smile and a like. I usually yeah. wave to people, that I, but I don't know their names necessarily right. well, a lot of the time. That's I know a couple of people's names.
3: I, I like knowing them more than not enough just for the security factor and sure. for the um uh like depanage you know like you're
0: oh like in case you need help
3: yeah in case you need help uh there's an emergency a lot of people in these buildings live alone and um it's good to know you can knock on the door you know next door yeah. like oh i have a water problem i don't know what to do or i don't yeah. know just community community a little the, bit of community if everyone's Just, so cold and it's also not very pleasant oh no,
1: you need to know that you can go yeah. borrow a cup of sugar something yeah. like that or if yeah. you get locked out that there's you know, I've, somebody I've, will help you yeah. out
3: I've mm-hmm. called for a cup of sugar I've given sugar yeah sugar mama sugar
0: mama sugar mama well I feel like I, I've, I've discovered that where, where I live it's all a lot of triplex hexaplex type places yeah. so you'll typically have one or two units at the ground floor that are sort of side by side. There'll be another two or three units on the second floor, maybe another two on the third floor. And clearly the third floor ones are, you know, bachelor apartments for the most part, Mm -hmm. or couples in waiting of a ground floor uh, kind of unit to become available. Um, And so those, there's a lot of turn, not turnover, but like there's a lot of revolving doors yeah with those tenants right so they tend to change or you don't tend to n- really know them because they're just far enough that you're they're out of your shot once in a while you'll see them come down the fire escape or oh, really? to go to their car or whatever <laughs> but it's really interesting because my next door neighbors are sweethearts the ones over again to the their sweethearts again mm-hmm. the person above me a sweetheart a really great little community yeah and then there's these two crazy guys <laughs> They were batshit crazy. and But now that this community of cool people has kind of bonded, and there's another guy, too, from another floor yeah. who comes down and he plays the banjo, and then the other guy plays the guitar, and now it's almost become like a little commune <laughs> where there, someone's always barbecuing and playing music. And they all love my kids. Like they, Every time my kids poke their heads out, they're like, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And they blow up balloons for them, whatever. But those two crazy guys used to take turns Flipping out over some shit Right either one of them One's crazy in that like uh, You never know when it's coming And his thing is at 6am He'll be outside on his balcony On his flip phone uh, uh, Talking to god knows who But like at the top of his lungs Not yelling Not having an argument But having like this really supposedly important fucking discussion At 6am every morning I'm convinced there's nobody on the the line By the way (laughs) And he nothing otherwise. Could happen at 6 a.m. Nothing. Not yeah. especially that guy. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> he seems to have a girlfriend or something, and they go away on weekends and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's maybe in his 60s. But so this guy, he periodically flips out. And then there's another guy who lives like above him, and he looks like the Unabomber. Oh my God. Like I got to know him because how scary he looked, because that's my tactic. I'm like, if they look really fucking weird i'll get I'll befriend them so like when they go on that stabbing spree, they might skip my house you know type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um and that guy's clearly <laughs> been alone for t- way too long, oh like he hasn't had anyone in his life. He's got those thick glasses, you know those thick the rimmed uh
3: like bo- uh, fond bouteille
0: yeah like bottle bottled bottle glasses yeah um and uh he's always either taking his car apart and putting it back together taking his car apart putting it back together taking a bicycle apart putting it back together then going to kendo so he's a kendo practitioner um and he's always like blasting music out of anyway the point is like he he periodically used to go crazy too but now because of this nice group of people it's like they've somehow those two are like they've they've been sedated somehow yeah uh like I think even they don't want to fuck it up cuz even they, they want to like, fit in. They want to fit in and they, they the new there's a couple of new neighbors who are like being really really nice to them, so they were like, "Okay, maybe it's their last you know chance at normalcy." <laughs> so they're behaving, but it's just to me it's like it's a clicking time bomb. I'm just waiting to see which one's going <laughs> to upset gonna burst. the other one which one's going to have a showdown first. Um I have my predictions. <laughs> But, yeah, no, neighbor life is an interesting thing. It's, it's interesting. interesting.
3: And it, in an urban setting, too, and in a suburban setting. I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, like many of us. But I remember... I was lucky that the whole row of houses on the street I grew up on, which also happened to be a crescent, like a, cul-de-sac, sac, yeah. a cul-de-sac, yeah, were all friends, you know, family friends. Like neighborhood so, kids. Yeah, yeah, neighborhood kids. But, like, like almost distant cousins you know we were very close and it brought so much you know it, so much yeah joy in our childhood because we always had a friend to play with and the street was like there was a security factor, yeah, yeah yeah it was perfect for playing outside and stuff so hmm. that whole community part is is so vital and people tend to shy away from that now and they you know close their doors and they don't want to share with their neighbors and they're like oh
0: everyone's really f- I, th- I, I think yeah i think social media something uh,
3: happened i don't know but the the whole know. cup of sugar or the whole um trust in oh can you just watch my kids for two seconds i'm gonna run out and get a a pint of milk or something yeah you know? yeah like nobody trusts each other anymore and like we i have that, that in my neighborhood we've,
0: we've got that going like watch my kids or can you yeah. pick them up or uh we have that going but i, I realize that it's an exception that's not going on. yeah
3: anymore. And, well it, it does take a bit of time. you have to build a relationship yeah. with those people but
0: and also it used to come hand you in, to be open to it in the first place. it used to come hand in hand also like we tend to forget the bad. <laughs> remember the good yeah. We forget also that uh, p- uh, neighbors are also like in your fucking business all the time. Too. Yeah that too. Everybody knew everybody's a, business yeah um, and like when uh, that I don't know mm-hmm. there was if there was a domestic violence couple, Right, like they would come in, bang on your door when the other one (laughs) went off, and everybody knew, like, oh shit, it's Cheryl and Bobby again, or whatever. Yeah, must be Tuesday. (laughs) Must be Tuesday. They're having their thing, or like, is that a new car? I think I think he has a new car. He told me he couldn't pay me back for the lawnmower, and he's got a new car. Like that. He's had
1: my weed whacker for six months. (laughs) (laughs) I guess people
3: uh, had less to 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 do and i guess technology television all that you know took people back into the house as opposed to being outside on the porch or maybe outside of the park yeah yeah people people in in small towns tend to know each other a bit more
1: yeah and even like your little street that you grew up on like that's yeah it's a form of like a little
0: kind of village absolutely what was that guy saying uh, at the the stand-up uh the hype guy he was saying uh how he found out in Ottawa that if you leave your garage door half open, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it means that you're a swinger.
3: Oh my God, that's hilarious! And
0: how, how strange he found that he, he thought of that because he's he's a how strange he thought it was because to him. Um, a half door, like a half-open garage door, means he's getting a new lawnmower or a new snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it meant that's where that's he funny. came from, you know. <laughs> but that it was this weird sort of thing apparently in Ottawa. Ottawa. I've never heard place. of that before. I've sure never sure. heard of this like
1: half like half-open garage door to Me get a swinger. But
0: Ottawa would be the place where this would exist. Maybe, yeah. Ottawa's You'll maybe recall when tiny. they uh, when there was the that uh, the uh, Ashley Madison hack. Oh, how yeah. ottawa turned out to be like the the epicenter really of the the swinger not swinging but like extramarital affairs because oh, yeah, they're all true. like
3: uh, government mps or like they they don't live in ottawa yeah, they just sleepy. go there once every so often it's a sleepy for the big, residential yeah. town
0: with not much going on right so people mm-hmm. gotta make things happen sleepy in more than one way oh, oh. Sleeping around, oh. Uh, oh. You know. open that garage it's good to know
2: hey, oh
0: Uh, Speaking of that hype guy, uh, we should talk about this. We should talk about what we did this week, man. That was great. That was, uh, I mean, it was fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we should. Go for it. Well, we went to see. um, So during our ongoing saga to get acquainted with the comedy world, um, one night coming out of the Comedy Works Club, I randomly spotted a poster inside their little glass case there that they have in the front, and uh, I'm like, is that fucking Jake the Snake Roberts? Like, from the old old wrestling, like, 80s wrestling era, right? And it was even a picture from that era, and I'm like...
1: Back when it was WWF.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what's this all about?
3: I remember WWF. <laughs> my brother used do. to practice on me. It was horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody's brother used to practice on them. <laughs> or they. Like there's people walking around with 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 sciatic nerve damage, <laughs> back like uh, spinal damage, and they, they they do like I don't understand. I've always exercised. They they don't remember their brother used to pile drive them in the driveway or throw them off the mattress because of how popular that shit was. So I see the Jake the Snake sign and it says uh, Jake the Snake Roberts live. I'm like get the fuck out of here for real. Shit. And uh, so Richard and I kind of put the word out, and before we knew it, we had like a little crew of people be like, "Are you kidding?
1: Okay, <laughs> let's go see that shit." Of
0: course, all mid thirties to forties type, you know, <laughs> people like, "Oh my god, Jake the Snake!" <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been keeping tabs on Jake the Snake. Uh, f- f- so for those that don't know, I mean, he had a brilliant, like, sort of bit of a career. And he was clearly one of the most beloved wrestlers ever, even though he was never a champion or a top top main event guy. But he was like uh, really, really beloved. But he had a devastating, devastating run of uh, drugs and alcohol, and his life just falling apart. Wow! And the, the <laughs> what is it? What did he say? He was like 18 times he's been declared dead, uh, accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> people have declared him dead like eighteen times on the internet. On the internet, oh, on yeah. the
3: internet,
1: just to get like people to click. That's
3: Either like to get like... people
0: to click or because they legit thought he was gone because there was every chance that he would die. Oh my! Um,
1: yeah. And it was believable enough that people would go. Yeah,
0: for it. yeah. Well, the, the way the way people found out about how bad what a bad shape he was in is that a couple of years back, like ten, fifteen years ago, there was this documentary called Beyond the Mat, which mm-hmm. was really the first. Documentary about behind wrestling, and that documentary was very unflattering to him, although it didn't exactly like go out of its way to be unflattering. Jake was like in the Mm -hmm. deepest, darkest hole in his life, and it just captured him at this completely like demolished phase of his life. And anyway, to make a long story short, he's kind of picked himself up uh, with the help of uh, another uh, retired wrestler, and now he does like a speaking tour so richard and i were like we gotta go see this
1: <laughs> he just started it right like he had the the netflix uh special the resurrection of jake the snake right and this was the first first event in that in the tour i guess to it's promote. kind of a tie-in yeah yeah
0: but if you watch the documentary you kind of see that um that that this was kind of part of his therapy to so to, speak, to, to start
3: to, to, to speak publicly
0: yeah to to to, to have a gig. Okay. Because the danger with him has always been that uh, he'll get some help and he'll clean up for a little while, but then he left to his own devices, he'll spiral back down yeah. and he'll disappear and suddenly he's right back where he And uh,
3: uh, having work keeps him going, which is very I'm just legitimate. A, a reason to something going. something to keep you going. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the WWE um, inducted him into the um, Hall of Fame and their Hall of Fame, which is a huge deal. Wow. Because they bur- he burnt all like they he burned all his bridges with that company, you know. You hear a lot of stories about yeah. how Vince McMahon and WWE was kind of maybe shitty to a bunch of wrestlers, yeah. Um, and did some dirty deals here and there. But uh, he apparent they were apparently like really good to him, even when he was com- not working, not serviceable. They paid for his therapy sessions. Wow. They they tried to detox him a bunch of times, you know, because he was a big star. Yeah, but he his wasn't. He, he he was just like a, a guy that immediately made an impact, you know. So, for them to like overlook all of that and to let him back in, I thought was really cool. But I feel like it really made a difference. Like you saw, he had the Hall of Fame ring on his hand. Hmm. I, I feel like that kind of gave him the well, the,
3: a good a good um, spring back sort of thing. Uh, yeah, reason, reason to keep that he still matters. It, yeah
0: but the the whole show was not even about that that's what was cool it was (laughs) like literally just him kind of pulling back the veil and telling these road stories which uh, I was afraid actually that he wouldn't show up
3: to these sentimental 30 and 40 year olds (laughs) wearing his t-shirt from the 90s or 80s I was like a
0: little kid I was like a little kid I didn't know how much of an effect he had on me until uh, I was in the room and it's not like I was in awe of him I was just like that's fucking Jake the Snake
3: well he was your Mickey Mouse I was
0: like jumping (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty much yeah I would Meeting say he was Mickey's like, the, the he was maybe the goofy, yeah. <laughs> the goofy of wrestling. No, but, um, and I think also what's probably very good for him is that he seems to have embraced his demons in the sense that instead of trying to come back and then act like he's still the character, he yeah. just sort of says, look, I'm a dirty dog. I've been down to hell and back 20 times over. Um, and he's kind of trying to fi- be okay with himself you yeah. know? so he just told like a bunch of dirty stories a bunch of really <laughs> dark and hilarious things that happened to him on the road and uh, I don't know man I mean I got every single reference that, that he mentioned because I, I watched wrestling like a maniac when I was a kid but mm. for maybe you who maybe you didn't get some of the references like did you still find it entertaining?
1: Yeah it was still funny, it yeah. was still very funny Yeah. I didn't get a lot of the references because I was never into the wrestling thing right i was like peripherally kind of fascinated by why people were watching it to be honest i think it's the i think it's kind of like ballet or dance for boys maybe
3: (laughs) it's an intense choreography yeah
1: it's choreography it's superheroes
3: comic
0: books come to life a little bit you know
3: gymnastics
0: gymnastics and yeah they're, they're but it was really just a good and evil thing
1: and it's, it has it yeah, yeah with good, theatrics good and, evil. and drama and it's got a soap opera aspect yeah. to it as well
0: and must and, and really st- a strong man thing which has always been kind mm-hmm. of a, a draw yeah and, right to see physical leotards. specimens
3: let's not forget mm. the leotards but, but
0: he's leotard- the only one too. who had
1: a snake
3: though oh snap yeah
0: and yeah. he
1: would put the snake on on the on, mat uh, on on people after after he'd beaten them like he would put the snake on them and they would like the snake would bite them or something
0: it was really great because he 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 like the first thing he admits in his his tour is how how he uh he fucking hated hates those things (laughs) he's like (laughs)
1: really afraid of snakes Oh
0: really? (laughs) and and i don't want to give away any like any any of his show because if if it's coming through your town, I know in Montreal, they're coming back. He's coming back July 20th yeah. because of how packed the house was.
1: They had to turn away pe-
0: like tons of people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you, uh, if, if this, uh, if this episode goes out in time, like go check out J- uh, July 20th at the comedy works. Cause uh, it's for anyone wondering if it's worth it. It's, it's so totally worth, worth it. it. It's yeah. totally worth it. And everyone's really into it, right? Like it was not just him. There was, there was a hype man. Uh, there was a special guest. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, one of them will be on our show uh, pretty yeah. soon. Sweet. Uh, yeah. I don't want to give in. the Green Phantom. The Green Phantom's coming to Fire oh, in the the Oh wow! Hole. Yeah. And there's a whole, whole interesting story about that. Um, uh, namely, he, he did a great job. He was great. Yeah. He did, but he I had no do doubt. Enough. Like he, he's always been a funny guy. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because this, this is a guy that both of us know, but mm-hmm. ha- completely independently. Oh, weird! So Rich and I have been friends for like over I don't know, like ten, fifteen years. Yeah. And but we both know this guy f- completely, completely accidentally. Uh, it really. I know him through my wrestling obsession when I was younger, <laughs> and he knows him in another way. And anyway, that's gonna that's gonna be a cool interview. Awesome. But um, so yeah, so it was. I just I'm 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 glad you thought it was uh, cool.
1: It was good. I mean, it's kind of universal, and like he had a really good uh, macho man.
0: Oh my God! His macho yeah. man impression was flawless. It was, it was perfect,
1: <laughs> and like a lot, a lot of it had to do with kind of ribbing back and forth. So yeah, even if you don't know the characters backwards and forwards, like you get the, still like you get like that that camaraderie, that kind of playing pranks on each other, stories are kind of universal. Yeah. So if you don't, you don't know them, yeah, it it's still it still plays.
0: His macho impression, his macho man impression was so good, it it can only be. F- it only come from someone who knew him, really yeah. personally, because he know who had Macho it. Man yeah, I remember him. He, yeah. We had the, we had the
3: glasses like at home in the oh kitchen. the shades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and the Undertaker. Oh yeah, I was, was like, yeah, was, I, I was forced to watch wrestling and took a liking to it eventually. He like,
0: yeah, but what he he do you do with he, dolls? <laughs> the, there was no. This was like popular entertainment. It was yeah. not niche at all.
1: No, like people don't understand how big it was. Yeah. It was huge. A, a
3: yeah, lot of yeah. people who are Kids that were born past 1990 would never understand.
1: Never understand.
0: Yeah, they probably just think it's some weird uh, like fad. They don't yeah. understand that this is uh they these guys used to set uh attendance records. Yeah. That would like crush anything the NFL or any uh, baseball oh, like, yeah. uh, Rod Stewart could not get. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh wrestling although, although they had unums. the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Good shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there was a clip in that Netflix thing saying that they had broken the attendance record for some place. It was like ninety three thousand people. 93, 000, I
0: remember I remember watching that <coughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And 90- if it was
1: big here, it was even bigger in like Japan and Asia, right?
0: Yeah. It was huge, but um no, I think it was still bigger here. Was it? It was bigger here. And one one other side of WWF or WWE and wrestling that people don't remember is they paved. They basically wrote the book on the pay per view format. Oh yeah, they were the first pay per view. I
3: remember that.
0: All pay per view was before that was ordering movies to yeah. watch, like yeah. you wanted to watch uh, whatever, uh, yeah. the Godfather or whatever the hell it was on the weekend. It was it was pay-per-view. really wrestling events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wrestling was really the first wants to like crack that system <coughs> possibly they might have even shown boxing the way yeah uh, and the other uh, and and uh hbo oh and all God, those guys
3: pay-per-view that term brings yeah. back so much
0: yeah <laughs> and i also like,
3: remember the decoding boxes you know to the decoders oh pay-per-view, yeah view they were huge
0: yeah and they had those uh the companies would send out those trucks yeah, that would, that would uh, sk- um, knock Stand. out the fake decoder boxes. <laughs> hmm. They actually did this in the right. in the suburban areas. They had trucks to send out just to burn your yeah. decoder, and then you would just put in another card, and you would buy them on the Indian reservations or whatever. <laughs> um, but, All the trouble
3: uh, we used to go through.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, seriously, taping things and oh my god. Um, I just I, I have fond memories of wrestling because I. I the re for me was always a bonding experience right Mm -hmm. like i used to hang out with a couple of older guys when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and um they would have like uh, uh, landscaping gigs in the summer and snow plowing gigs in the winter in my neighborhood and they'd be like hey if you want to give me a hand like i'll throw a couple of bucks your way and so we ended up hanging out. Yeah. This guy, David, I used to help him out with uh, landscaping around the neighborhood. And he had, he would legitimately, he, like, he would order the pay-per-views yeah. in his house. And 10 of his buddies would show up. Wow. And we'd all, like, we're all sitting on his bed.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> right? Well, on a, like, 20-inch TV. Yeah. Eating, like, KFC. Yeah. And it was, like, a, it was an event. It was yeah. super exciting to watch a pay-per-view. There was no taping it. There was no... Not at first, anyway. There was no uh, HD, uh, yeah. satellite, blah, blah, blah. You know? You just had to watch what you what you were... Uh, it's
3: like the only uh, thing left of that sort of uh, thing is the Super Bowl thing. Because they yeah, hyped it. The and watching it became parties? Like, yeah. yeah, watching yeah. parties, but... N- if Maybe not, UFC. you can watch UFC. all the the, the shows matches. you want alone. Um, boxing <coughs> matches, yeah, you're right. Right, but,
1: boxing and UFC. Yeah,
0: but, but UFC now they have an event like every other week, don't they? Yeah, it's pretty. So the the kind of uniqueness of it is a bit diluted. Yeah, there's
1: some bigger ones though.
0: Right. So those there's those will boring. still draw out the the people to the sports bars. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. For the big fights.
1: Yeah, I feel like less though. Certainly here it's a lot less than it used to be. Yeah,
0: yeah. Remember how um, how people used to pack the house? Yeah. For like a good boxing, even wrestling, people used to go watch wrestling. Yeah. In the theater. Like, yeah. Like and the it, theater right, would right, right. would yeah. show the pay per view. Even
3: watching like season hockey games, people yeah. because not everyone had a TV or not everyone had the sports channels or whatever it took, and bang, so people would get together. Which is less and less common. It brings you back to the neighbor thing. Like everybody's a bit more alone. Yes, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. It's Alienated true. by everyone, and they just like they follow shit on Facebook. But your neighbor's like in his house right next door. Right. People are. <laughs> and he's um, watching the same UFC or whatever it is. He's watching yeah. the same fucking yeah. thing that you are. <laughs> and you're both commenting on it instead of watching together.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, people are more self sufficient. Like you have like a full like HD movie home theater system set up yeah. in your home and so does the guy next door. You don't need to
0: hang out right? no. anymore. You know? With a, a pair of uh, beats <clears throat> so like you can't even hear each other. Yeah. yeah. There's no more of that <laughs> like banging on the yeah. on the wall like hey, keep it down. Like everyone's isolated in their super super entertainment systems and
1: Yeah, it's not like back in the day there was one guy on the block who had a had a TV and everybody crammed into their living room yeah. to watch the big game.
3: If you travel far enough you might see that, that
1: yeah you yeah know, you can still
3: see it sure. or in some parts just of the world if there's a a, a a football match a soccer match yeah and it's a little tiny little village in haiti or something and yeah. like everybody's they'll sit in t- at the coffee shop watching that same or, tv or like, they'll
0: sit down in front of the, the tv shop right they'll yeah, sit down yeah and, and, <laughs> and watch in front of the i think it's uh chile or one of those South American countries, like literally when, if their team makes it into the playoffs yeah, or whatever, people sit down in the street and the whole entire country, country stops. comes to a stop, yeah. a halt. Nobody's doing yeah. anything. This <laughs> is
3: going to happen to us. This Well, there's the Euro is starting soon, right?
0: Right. I I'm think you like,
3: follow it less, but if you're, as soon as you're friends with a few people that are somewhat yeah, European or into they drag football, they like, you get into it. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah, yeah. of course it is. Yeah, you like the football. I do, I do, and it. I I find it's um, it's a it's so worldwide. I feel like we're cut off from it, and it's a bit sad. Well, this is the only North place America, in the world where it's where not it's like, like the not religion. Yeah, yeah. There's something wrong. You root for France. Uh, yeah, actually, at work, uh, we have a colleague who, uh, threw this huge pool thing, where we're gonna bet, but for a foundation, which is great. But so uh, he set up this whole. Um, Pool, so you you bet on each game round, uh, all the rounds and stuff. I or I ended up with France in the end. My f- my final was I'm betting on a Spain France final. Okay, and uh, I'm going for France. Nice. I think I think why not? You know, it's J- their tournament. To all
1: in for Germany.
3: Yeah, a lot of people are in for Germany. Yeah, they are too. now,
0: but these are all Johnny come latelys. These were the same people. Who were getting uh, fucking Ron- Ronaldinho haircuts and yelling "Ole ole ole" a couple of years ago? Yeah, and being Brazil. Like I, I see the hear all. that fuckers. Yeah. yeah, I know who you are, motherfuckers. I know each and one of you. I know you. I can see it in your eyes. I know that I can smell the weakness on you. I know you were all running around in either Barcelona or or fucking Brazil, uh, when Brazil the time shirts, comes. fake Germany. Fame. And now that Germany's locked it down, now that they finally like all those years I had to watch them like uh, you know come close then they finally did it last World Cup and now I got to watch all these pretenders walking around with uh, G- Germany gear you know uh. anyway end of rant <laughs> go on you I think you're you going France. for
3: the Netherlands <laughs>
0: Netherlands no they have a shot they have a shot they have a shot yeah France is in a bad shape right now uh, the country I mean
3: Yeah, Um. things are uh, things are. Yeah, (laughs) France is doing bad, but soccer. It's
0: related to the Euro Cup because, like, this whole thing is happening. Apparently, the Euro Cup is basically slated to save Paris from all the bullshit that's going (laughs) on. Save Paris from itself. Yeah, because like first the floods, right, which were really bad, but then uh, all this like union. There's uh, a huge strike, uh, uproars uh,
3: going on. Yeah, it's.
0: Uh, And I know it's bad because all the French people I know. Are downplaying it. They're like, oh, it is a small uh, disagreement uh, it's all two. States. It's not a big deal. The media is exaggerating it, and I'm like, oh shit, it's big. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not to be like because star- you
1: guys are all saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> when, when when the French tend to really be like, no, no, everything is fine. Like when they're like that, it means that the streets it's are on fire. It's and it's weird because everything's burning, but then everything's flooded and everything. So uh, everyone's <laughs> hoping that the Euro Cups gonna like. Snap some sense into everyone, and everyone's just gonna fucking chill out and at least
3: distract them for a few long weeks. enough,
0: yeah. But uh, no, it's a good time, it's a good, I think it's a sport that maybe uh, needs a couple of tweaks in regulations uh, to up the scoring. What they like, what they <laughs> did in hockey, they, uh, they did a little couple of tweaks in here just to make scoring happen because uh, I love watching soccer, but it is fucking retarded that every game is like one zero 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 yeah one one two one
3: but it makes the goals so important and the celebration. are huge you i know? don't want
0: 10 15 right I, yeah that's not the kind of scoring i'm looking at here but if uh, they could they could uh I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert but they could fuck around a little bit just to Create more of those. Yeah, yeah. a little bit more of that. Because yeah. when that happens, yeah. when that shit happens, I even people who hate soccer will stop and just like look at the TV. At the, well, just, yeah, right. Because it's so rare. The ground
3: shakes when there's a because Bill
0: Burr was saying like because he, he he loves to rag on soccer. He loves to shit right. on it. And he's like, you know, the game is boring when people have time to come up with like drinking songs yeah. and sing, sing like <laughs> chanties <laughs> to pass the time
2: during the whole match.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At
2: least it's
3: not cricket. Cricket takes like three days. <laughs> Seriously, that's
0: yeah, true. Yeah, but it's a it's a fun thing. Yeah, like I think it, yeah,
3: it's a it's an interesting um, game. I find it beautiful in the sense that it takes nothing, and that um, people can play barefoot you know it's uh with like the it's head a beautiful of an enemy. game uh, sorry
0: <laughs> nothing <laughs> it's the it's a low it's a low inv- yeah i mean it's why the soccer clubs are impossible to get your kids into every summer is because yeah. it's the it's the <laughs> cheapest <laughs> sport <laughs> it's to exactly. put your kids in they need yeah. to buy him a, a grand worth of fucking gear they'll all grow in the next uh, six weeks exactly, exactly. A t-shirt, it's, it's, shorts, it's an accessible shoes. game
3: yeah and it's non-violent it's non-contact I personally like that yeah in
0: fact being yeah. a pussy is kind of part of the game yeah, flick, yeah. like getting it's your better. ear flicked and like <laughs>
3: dropping up to your knee and like
0: ah! acting like somebody uh, <laughs> murdered your family yeah every time somebody clips you in the shoulder yes Yeah. yeah. the Italian way close. that part I could do without as well yeah, so. yeah. That, that, it's that, a bit that exaggerated.
3: Needs to, that
1: needs to be fixed. Incidentally,
0: yeah. it's, again, why I like Germany, because there's very rare of instances that, yeah. of that. It's, it's kind of frowned upon. Uh, yeah. they don't, but, but there's a little bit, unfortunately, in every team of that. It's just it yeah. comes with the territory because it's a strategic... Yeah. It's part of a strategy. It's distraction, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's They kill true. some minutes and yeah. uh, try to try to no, knock which out is the... is
3: wrong, if you think about it. That's not...
0: Well, it's a very corrupt sport. It's a very, very corrupt sport.
3: Like all of them, unfortunately, these days. So we're hearing about um, uh, Sharapova got um, snagged for uh, doping. Yes. At the Australian Open.
0: That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and she said that she didn't know she wasn't um, aware or it was unwilling. Like it was. uh,
0: What uh, what uh, what else? uh, Un. I don't
3: know.
0: She accidentally doped. Sort of like she, she felt, didn't know like she that she, she was doing something
3: wrong. So like she
0: fell on a needle. She and fell on a needle. Sneezed and I don't know. She she had a skin something. condition.
3: Those athletes sometimes they're so they're not well advised sometimes or yeah, they yeah, or they just have to I don't know. That's what it is because that's someone. the thing. People advised. always think
0: that it's uh, the, the the athlete actually responding to. You. They have it they have crisis management teams. Yeah. PR teams and stuff. So They tell them what to tell. They tell them what to say. And, yeah, they then are. I yeah. Mean, but the, with the doping thing, it's also really weird because, like, every week something gets removed or put back into, like, they'll, like, outlaw something and the statute of limitations will run out, like, three weeks from now. If you're on this, you're in deep shit. But right now you're fine. There's no law for it. Right. But, yeah. like, that drug may Changes not leave so your fast. system. yeah. And... It's yeah. all very weird, that whole it's, doping it's thing. It's
1: very weird. It's very weird. And I, every time that they find, like, a new thing, then that's okay for a while. And they then they figure it out, and then they catch up, and they regulate that. And then somebody else is going to, like, change a molecule in there. Yeah. And then that new thing, which is very similar to the old thing, is, that was not illegal. Yeah. Doesn't create the same metabolites, doesn't react the same way, but is... Still, performance enhancing, and then it like the dance just kind of continues.
0: It's, it's sort in, of like a kabuki theater. Yeah, perpetu- in, per- in perpetuity. Yeah, uh, yeah. And at it, some it,
1: point, maybe we just like let everybody do whatever the fuck they want.
0: That's the thing that I hate is the hypocrisy of the this lynching that that we do whenever we catch one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not that they should be rewarded for being liars, but to treat them like they're they put a knife in the sports. Yeah, when they, like, otherwise like they all like
3: they, they all do it the, the tour <laughs> de france has been doping for yeah. cent- uh, centuries for years
0: the the fucking oh. guys that drive alongside the yeah. bicycle are probably on cocaine yeah. too and on uh, before any yeah. you know performance yeah. enhancing drugs
1: we listened to the podcast uh, the rogan podcast with lance yes, Ar- armstrong yeah, yeah. and I that was, one you saw that one yeah yeah that was very interesting was it
0: an eye-opener for you
1: it was you know like obviously the guy's been beaten down so much and like he has to be very careful about what he says you know yeah, he, you could tell the coached by the PR guys yeah. and he can't he can't really say anything aside from well you know what I did was wrong and you know I let down a lot of people but also yeah. at, don't be naive at, but at the same time like there, he, there's a problem in the sport and, exactly you know it's not just me you know Every, yeah. everybody is the doing top the top ten same. were
3: doped, so yeah. he was the best of those guys. So he did win, and but it's not like he he. It's the Tour de France. It's the most. Um, it's the hardest uh, race, or uh, the most yeah. you know, it's 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 huge. What they these guys are doing, these physically athletes, it's physically, it's it's, uh, you, mental. you know, you wouldn't be able to finish one parcours. It's no way. So. Yeah. Yeah, to hide behind hypocrisy and say that Lance Har- Armstrong was, is the worst athlete in the world is false.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, like, call him on his bullshit and f- f- fuck him if he lied about, like, having cancer and stuff like that. Like, that, expose him. Expose him. But don't act like he, he pissed into the punch bowl and that everyone else was a pure son of God and was... Practicing their yeah. little hearts out yeah. and doing everything from their natural bodies, like yeah. the whole play. The, everyone is in on it. No,
1: they sacrificed him on the altar in order to save the sport, right? You know, in the in public opinion. But, and I think.
2: Uh, and
3: he also happened to have won like a record number of times. Yeah. So he was. He's kind of guilty of being the most he, successful. He became the yellow. Of. He became the yellow uh, jersey. You know, so. No one
0: gave a fuck about. Nobody, ca-
3: nobody cared. He brought cyclists yeah. this the, that sport to North America. He's like the whole. Kobe and now in. it's all you yeah. can see on. Roads now—it's this right. huge trendy thing that everybody's like.
0: Oh, the weekend warrior, tour de lille uh, oh, guys. Oh, like yeah,
3: yeah I, oh, I cycled and this and that, and it's all that's on the roads now. And it's this they're wearing all posh the gear. Yeah, like, all dude, all
0: I know you worked at the store down the street. Like, relax, <laughs> <laughs> relax <laughs> yeah. with your. Friend. They're wearing numbers. They're like, why do you have a yeah. number on? There's <laughs> no weird. race. What are you doing?
3: It's, a, it's It became trendy. It came. It came, and it's you put it's, it on the map. Yeah, it's like. Five years, ten years ago, everybody was golfing. Now everybody's cycling. Yeah. Hmm. What's well, big- because
0: I mean, one by one, we destroy the... We, we build up and then we destroy yeah. the heroes.
1: And there's an, there's an industry around the regulation of, mm-hmm. of those drugs and whatever's going on. So there's people who have like a self-interest.
0: Huge in, money. Yeah, it's huge. Can you imagine what those drugs must cost? The Like the high elite, uh, uh, like cutting edge ones?
1: Oh yeah. Well, there's yeah. an industry on that side, but there's also an industry of of people catching people. Oh right, like the re- regulation yeah. of uh-huh, it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's the there's another and the side finding on people the right.
3: the,
0: the, making the, their the careers on catching. Right, people making the names names for themselves. You mean? Yeah. Okay.
1: And that was like a big thing with. Uh, I'm and, sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, some guy really like basically made his career on he his, made his career on his back, right? Yeah. Uh, acting like he was Judas rather than just the most successful of all of the judases (laughs) Uh in in a judas sport for sure right yeah Yeah. well it's an interesting situation like
1: david and goliath sort of thing what's the deal
0: with the ufc and doping is 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 it uh um i don't know well gsp george st pierre
1: basically left the sport because of the of the doping
0: that's a fact like that that was his main i'm pretty sure yeah
1: i mean don't take my word for it, but yeah, I'm, I'm, that was
0: my impression. Wait, he left because he didn't want to do it anymore, or because he never did it.
1: He never did it, and uh, it became like the regular thing, like like expected almost. Like everybody was on it, and uh, you know they would get busted from time to time, but it was so prevalent that it's like he's like yeah, you know there's there's no way to compete against against that, and that's a very good way to get injured or you know early retired it's a very dangerous sport already and you got somebody who's on like
0: you know horse horse uh, or something yeah Yeah,
2: exactly it's
3: it's too bad though because the like the origin of sport or the olympiad or whatever it is um is we're so far from that yeah but
0: those i i and it it trickled
3: so far down the the ladder to you know kids hockey teams and soccer games and right Parents going completely berserk and putting all this pressure on their kids to right. perform, and then it's it's taking away from the spirit of sport and the spirit of the Olympics and the spirit of peace that it's supposed to bring to the world during those two weeks. And assuming that you that's know, what we forget really all this stuff. It's a it's um.
0: But that happens even at. Uh, I remember seeing a thing on uh, Mongolian wrestling. Yeah, in Mongolia, um, like uh, or yeah, Mongolia or Tur- uh, Turkey, both have a wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but real wrestling, like they do these holds Greco, on each other. Greco, Greco kind of a Greco throwing thing, but you're basically putting holds on each other and oh you're trying God. to put the other one into a hold and like essentially dominate them. Right. Hmm. And the, this the, this tradition goes back to like, gee, God knows how long, yeah. like antiquity, right? And if they're doing it the same way, wearing the same costumes, whatever. Yeah. And the Turkish version is, of course, has to be weird. They're, they uh, <laughs> they bathe. They cover. The, they douse themselves in oil. Okay. So it's like super homoerotic. These like big mustachioed <laughs> barrel chested men, and there's a technique too where you're supposed to. They all wear these weird Hulk pants. You know, like to the knees. Yeah. And you're supposed to like drive your arms into you're supposed to slip your hands into the pants to get like a good hold on the other guy so you're just like cramming each other's hands it's a very strange like look it up on YouTube it's really bizarre (laughs) I don't want to Um, and on the Mongolian side there's there's
1: actually a move where you stick your fingers in the person's butt there you go
0: see like you hook the butt
1: ouch you hook the butthole yeah (laughs) through their pants turkey like like, right in
0: your butt but the uh, the it's very hard to escape yeah (laughs) <laughs> this is not a big money event. This is not a big co- corporate sponsor thing. It's folklore. It's, it's pure folklore, right? And even in this arena, uh, I think in Mongolia a couple of years ago, there uh, was a scandal oh. because they found out that one of the men that were the champions was a woman. <gasps> right? But they just couldn't tell because <laughs> it was one of those, like, uh, you know, the mountain. Brienne
3: of uh, whatever. Brienne of Tarth.
0: <laughs> situations. Um, but the there's they have scandals just the same. It's just that they're more basic, like oh he rubbed his hand in a little powder, uh, oh he licked <laughs> the other guy's eyeball, whatever. Yeah. Like they, the cheating thing in competition probably mm. goes back to the first. So of it's, them yeah. it's, oh, it's human sure. nature. It's yeah. human nature. It's competition. Sadly, yeah. right? so I, And it's such a fine line. It, something like a, just a better preparations can so quickly turn into cheating, right? Like, yeah. what if you just develop this technique uh, and then you beat someone with it and someone observes you and how you beat the other person with that technique and says, hey, if I just put my fingers up his asshole, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing he could do. And now suddenly you went from a winning technique to, to potentially something that gives you an unfair
4: advantage. <laughs> 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 Snake Roberts, the match is at hand. Well, well, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Here we are at WrestleMania, and it's the biggest match of your career. Why? Because everything you stand for is on the line, namely the Million Dollar Belt. Oh, yeah, it can be yours once again. You see, all you have to do to get it back (laughs) is go through Damien and me. But you see, Damien and I don't forget, we remember all the times you made people grovel for your money. These were people far less fortunate than you. People who could use your money for essentials. And what did you do? You made fun of them. You humbled them. And you humiliated them. Well, now it's my turn. I'm going to make you beg, DiBiase. You are going to get down on your hands and knees. This time, you'll be the one that's humbled. This time, you'll be the one that's humiliated. And this time, you will be the one that grovels for the money. And how appropriate (laughs) that the money you grovel for is your very own. A victim of your own greed, wallowing in the muck of avarice. So, uh, Sylvie.
3: Yep.
0: You work... In an engineering firm? I do. A very yes. prominent one that we yes. shall, uh, we shall uh, keep anonymous. But the the fact of the matter is what I'm interested in asking you about is, uh, I mean, you've, you've had the chance to see, you know, most of us just walk around town and live our lives or whatever, and then you'll go to a neighborhood and then not go there for a little while, and you come back, you're like, oh, there's a new building here, and oh, there's a new road, and oh, this thing's changed. But you've kind of been at the heart of these humongous projects, right?
3: Well, some, uh, but I have to admit that I'm more humbled by walking in the street, having seen what's behind the scenes, and and uh, it is really cool. (laughs) It's cool to find out how traffic works, it's cool to find out how the metro system works, and how uh, all the different interfaces with the emergency services and things like that, and it is part of my work, and I'm discovering it more and more. But um, I, it, it's really cool, and I wish I, I could, um, I wish I could know even more. But
0: it feels like know. there's at least a novel or, or, or a good book in this. At some point in your life, you'll be able to write. Oh God, I
3: don't know. There's lots of people the, that I mean, it's <laughs> do we don't a whole lot more. <laughs>
0: no, I know, but I mean, the the thing is that these are things that are everyday, so we get, tend to we have the impression that they're mundane but they're not mundane for me at all like it really impresses me still to this day even something as simple as a condo going up and just to walk by it every once in a while and actually take a look and just see that there was like nothing here and now there's something and yeah these guys are just when you look at people doing construction it always seems like they're just hanging around and They're not, to they each were really
3: hard. <laughs> but they
0: clearly you're doing something because the yeah. next time you come by, there's a fucking skyscraper there that Exactly. Wasn't there before. Uh, what and you
3: just said is exactly why I, I like what I'm doing, is that there was once nothing there or something, and now it's completely either different or built up. And yeah. just working towards something that uh, is physically in front of me at the end, is uh very grounding and that's I think that's what keeps me going. I I like, like to, like I like to I like to touch that. things, yeah. What I <laughs> like to do the most is is uh, walk around on a, a job site whatever job site I get to work on and touch things that will never see the light of day again like rebar in a foundation or you know a huge uh I don't know a pipe that Goes down Metal all the way to the sewer, or whatever, anything. I just, I just want to touch it. You know, it's gonna
0: be there for like, you know, probably a century. Yeah, I, I just
3: like to be there, like uh, walking around in the, in the mud, knowing that there's gonna be like ten, if not fourteen, stories of concrete above it is is pretty cool in a very short period of time. In a very short in period a shockingly of time. short period of time yeah.
1: do you go and like write sylvie was here
0: like behind all I the i think walls i did it a couple stuff? of times yeah <laughs> you have to go Sometimes see I, if you can find yeah. that uh, that singing frog like in that yeah. funny yeah. <laughs> he's buried somewhere in there somewhere
1: <laughs> you put like a handprint and some concrete that's not going to actually show on anything
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. It'd be great. It, it's, yeah it's crazy how mark, you know?
0: how we take it for granted, right? But like a uh, skyscraper is, is just like a couple of them gone up now in downtown area. <laughs> yeah. Over the past couple of years and they're the, impressive. Skyscrapers
3: go up very fast and technology is much more advanced now in construction methods, so they they just pile them up, you know, uh, once you have your your drawings and how the core of the structure will uh, be erected then it's just it's lego it's either you bring in pieces that are pre-made or you're just you know pouring concrete as you go and you pop, 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 and it's amazing the stories it's just go up and up and up and
0: it, it it's when i see this stuff that i'm really dumbfounded by how contradictory the society is right how we are able to effortless, effortlessly streamline these these things, you know, and nonchalantly put up a 15-story building and nonchalantly design all these incredible architectural wonders. Um, but we cannot solve, like, we can't feed the hungry in our city. We can't. The food banks are empty. Yeah, and There are people begging for change on the corner <coughs> and the The healthcare system is we can't take care of our mentally ill or disabled properly. We can't adapt. We can't take care of these these really like simple problems. Well, I don't mean simple as an easy to solve, but that are like right there and are problematic. But we can throw up a skyscraper in three months.
3: That the the issue with that is that you're mixing um, two very different worlds. You're mixing the maybe a private sector. Versus the public sector. Okay. So the guy who's building his skyscraper, his his job is not to feed the hungry. I hate saying it, but yeah, he's not trying it's to fix not this, like, Yeah, it's he's not. not, not fixing society. He's not fixing society. One he- is a
1: technology issue, like it's a very specific task with a very specific goal. Then there's costs and there's mechanics involved with that, and the other one is like much broader and.
0: I don't know because yeah. I mean, even though you're erecting a building, uh, and and you're right, a lot of it is science and math and architectural and, and you know technology. The fact is, this this still takes a, a shit ton of people to, to, to make work. Like you gotta make all these different units, all these people kind of work together towards a goal. Like we seem to have that down. We're able to all concentrate expertise, knowledge, know-how. Industry to, to execute these 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 wonders, right? And th- a lot of this is human management, right? As well, it's not just uh, but they're, concrete. they're
1: they're there to make money, right? Mm-hmm. And they're back. Like there's like by there's money. a there's a budget. Yeah, they're backed by money. There's a budget. Somebody's paying for this. Somebody's paying everyone to do it, and somebody who will eventually make money off of the end product. Right. You know, you don't make money off of the homeless so much.
0: Right, unless, but uh, why can't we bring some of these approaches to to these problems? Right, I right.
3: think I think that there, in the private quote unquote sector, is that there is a drive, there is a capital investment, and then there is uh, sometimes fi- uh, investors. There is a client, yeah. there is a product, there is a demand, there is a a whole line of things, and that's, how business, that's how business works. That's how business is still working, but in the um, Uh, sort of state program owned and what where what we count on for um, the well-being of others in our country here mainly the state who takes that on uh, i think a lot of the um, streamlined optimized money saving you know profit maximizing ways of the private sector uh, should try to be infiltrated in the way the public sector works because like the machine em- just grew so big mm-hmm. and it's just it's full of holes and the the dollar you pay in taxes you know you it it just gets lost in this huge administration and it needs to be streamlined so that's the first thing a company wants to do is streamline its uh, workforce to be as efficient as possible Minimize to get cost. the most jobs and get, make the most profits. It's you know it's it's mm-hmm. arithmetic at this point. And I, I you almost know? feel
0: like this approach could could work socially as well. I'm not saying you could you could sit down and mathematically figure out how to deal with the mentally ill, right? But if we can bring these kind of resources and and, and cooperation to bear on a on a problem like building something that intricate, I just feel like some of this energy could be this, some of this this um, strategy could be focused towards fixing human problems as well.
1: You'd have to have some kind of accountability in in government, and I'm not sure if that'll ever happen. But the other thing is that like our ability, like our technology advances a lot faster than our morality. Let's mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. Right? it outpaces it. So all these technologies that we're using to to build these buildings is improving year over year. Our morality. Huh. I don't know if you could make the same argument. Possibly, it's deteriorating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the process.
0: And, and
3: the and the the red tape around getting anything done in a in the public uh, bodies is huge. It's, um, you know, forms. It's a syndicate. It's a the machine is so heavy and to get things agrees. moving, and not everyone agrees. And then it has to go all the way to the minister, and then the and minister I guess a lot all of all the, all the procedures
0: that. too are are built because they want to avoid problems so more rules yeah. and more rules and more well, rules the,
3: exactly the rules have been piling up but they haven't been cleaned out right and that's that's actually a um a crisis that the construction world is is living is that you know it's been uh corrupted for a long time it's been corrupted for uh, in many countries it's a it's a it's a human uh, way of life okay so uh, human nature and corruption collusion ends up being in different fields. It's
0: almost intrinsic to here. The... Yeah,
3: here we've lived a huge crisis. So, um, but you you realize at, at how 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 a crisis is 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 um, sort of um, put behind you is that well you start to prove that you're enforcing new regulations, you're bringing in more procedures, and you have to like make that. like a
0: show of force.
3: Yeah. So you know the the way of life will change but you also have to make it evolve not just add on to it
0: mm-hmm. and and also the rats are wor- keep working on, on the, yeah they'll right? always like find another way the dirty people uh, are also hard at work yeah, finding new and creative ways to yeah it's a it's a tough
3: world and and when you want to apply such um um uh, you know black and white rules to a society problem it's not always easy to clearly to get yeah. through it,
0: so. do you have to deal with that like uh, as you mentioned especially in in this province we've we, uh, there's been a huge huge focus on corruption in in, in construction and in infrastructure yeah and the engineers that i know uh, told me that mainly what's changed for them is that they they have trouble even conducting basic business now yes because they there's a, almost uh they're almost like catholic priests like they've got that same kind of stain on their profession yeah where you're like oh you're an engineer oh uh uh-huh
3: yeah and i i I find it very sad because the uh the many of the people i work with of my generation are sort of stuck with this uh generational problem that's not of their doing you know they're they went to we went to school or we we were passionate about our our work and and the older guys are too is just it's this this huge cloud that blew up in everyone's face and it just tainted the whole thing. And now nobody's respecting the work that goes behind a building that you see going up in the street. Right. It's a lot of people, a lot of responsibility on the, on people's shoulders. People are signing drawings. they're certifying that they're safe. Uh, architects are are uh, like hooked to this, responsibility for a long time you know and it takes but all takes everyone people and all everyone's looking at
0: when they see a building is like yeah oh, i wonder how much how much kickback they did, made on that one or how much exactly how much business they did on that's that. just
3: sensational media and mm-hmm. and selling headlines to me and i'm just sad because it's sort of it's like i i if i'm in a conversation we go to a party and someone asks me what i do and then yeah, it comes up like, oh, so you're are you one of the crooked ones? Do you have a brown envelope in your bag? Do people and-? actually yeah.
0: have the balls to say that to you?
3: Yeah, your friend did that, uh, uh, the tall guy.
0: Okay, well you'll have to tell me his name after, so I can <laughs> yeah. I can disown him.
3: Yeah, and I was like, I was just like every d- discussion, it's like I have to defend myself. No, I don't. I work really hard, and I like. I but he
0: really, he he straight up like, hey, <laughs> are you one of those yeah, and dirty? We've,
3: we've been facing that a lot, and and it's I just find it a bit sad that people are uninformed. They're uninformed. They're just tainted by whatever the news is feeding them, and and well, it happens on. It's like what we we're talking about before the you know athletes or whatever. It's
1: right. People are not very critical of what whatever the. The biggest news organizations. Yeah, they just repeat to, what
3: they're fed in the news, and yeah, and that's too bad. Common. Yeah, because if if I were to show you the work that goes on and um, how people really struggle to find the right solutions, people, you know, shit happens on on, on uh, like a mistake is made. It's okay. We have to figure it out. It's not like pointing fingers all the time at work. It's we have to move on. We have to find out what we're gonna do next. And, For sure. You know, you have a logistics problem. You have to think about it. it everything is about problem solving mm-hmm. and getting to the solution. It's not about pointing the finger. And I think that 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 sort of um, shine is being ripped out of the profession. And it's stigma. Yeah, Most it's,
1: people don't have a real appreciation of all the work that goes in into it and how, you know, how small the margin for error is. You know, like you have like a 40 story building and you're off by a little bit on a like a small little mistake could end up you know being a, a yeah enormous issue mean, um, and like how complex are those the
3: the uh projects? plumbing work you know plumbing work is very vertical you, you can't misalign it <laughs> so when you when you send your drawing to the to the construction team who's going to build that floor you know they're going to build a slab and they have to know where the where to put the holes, <laughs> because right. then your plumbing gets all messed up. And if the plumbing is crooked, then the toilets block, and then they <laughs> overflow, and then you get, you know, it's um.
0: It's a house of cards in a way. Yeah, you know, if, if so it's, it's a
3: bottom up. You know, you have to pay attention to detail. The, the respective teams have to talk to one another and coordinate. And that, you know, it's very gets, it's uh, very serious, and mistakes are unforgivable. And if you mess up and you have to start over. It means you 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 know break it apart. You put more money into it, and yeah, and yeah. then you're, in, you're you
0: the. Well, you have to look no further for, further than like the third world. Um, every other week, you hear a story of like a Joe Fresh sweatshop collapsing or another building well, that's collapsing. That's even worse. And, that's that's and it, it people terrible. just think it's just like a terrible tragedy and it's poverty related. But we realize no, it's actually because they don't have the standards. They yep. don't have the the, the yeah. scrutiny. They don't have the the, yeah. the insistence upon the regulations. Absolutely. Uh, and that's why those fuckers are coming down because everybody and everybody is just building these uh, these blocks and not doing not their jobs attention. properly.
1: It's a fucking miracle that like buildings just aren't falling. You know, <laughs> like when you think of how complex they well, are. Yeah. Like, I
3: mean, and we live in a in a in the Western world where we have co- building codes that are there to protect the public and they're there to Ensure that uh, things are safe. You, you don't you think don't, about yeah. walking down a metro station because everything is—you take that for granted. That's you know that's a good part. That's good. The good part about living yeah. here, but when you go to um, third-world countries and they don't have those standards, you can run into some serious problems with earthquakes, landslides, etc. For sure. And the other thing is, though, the 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 double-edged sword on this is that if we have too many regulations and the codes are too restrictive, then our buildings are almost impossible to build yeah. <laughs> right. or our facilities, you know, it becomes, well, I can't go right and I can't go left. So mm. where am I going? And then yeah, zoning you're still totally and... to it out. <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> yeah. And still it's things
1: can, can still go wrong. If, even if you keep the highest of ethics and also, um, as things age, right? Like there's a whole bunch of things around that are, have been around for a really long time. Yeah. Like, uh, Apparently, it's pretty common in Boston where, like, bricks will just fall off of, like, a 20-story building. That's... They just, like... Yeah. Every well, so often, ha- they just come here. down. Yeah, oh, yeah, where that's, that, some that... Some woman that got slab, killed. a
3: uh, poor lady got uh, Crushed killed by, by a, that... By that um, it was a piece of uh, concrete, I think, off of the, uh, uh, the face of a building.
0: She was just yeah. sitting outside or something? Yeah. On a, on a, on a like, I'd, restaurant. I heard
1: that she was there. I think it was... I don't know. Maybe this is just
3: urban like an engagement now. night or
1: something. It was like was a, propose. yeah, it was something like that. It was an engagement or a birthday or something. And I remember reading yeah. that she was down, downstairs at a restaurant with her boyfriend mm-hmm. or fiancé or whatever. And that he had asked her to switch seats or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, but there's yeah. always a story like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not stating it as fact, but I remember reading this. And, uh, and he he got injured too but it was just like just his
0: hand got hit or something yeah. can you imagine and she got liquefied can you imagine seeing talking to somebody one second and in like a bugs like a bugs bunny cartoon yeah, way
3: it's a uh, scary this
0: giant slab of concrete just disappears the person you're there
1: yeah like the liquefied
0: there's not even like a holding in your arms and like oh my god baby wake <laughs> no. up it's just there's no more Ugh. person there yeah there's not even anything to bury Nothing. It's just a. It's just a stain. Yeah. And it just happened like that. And there's no explanation. That's not supposed
3: to happen in our world. And the, one of the main issues with that is um, mentality around maintenance and budget towards maintenance. And right. The world has failed at maintenance, and the I think some countries are more advanced on it. Uh, Europeans probably, but here we're light years behind. Are oh, we? How can you maintain ma- everything though? But. You have to build that into the budget of your infrastructure, your building right. as an At owner, as a government, yeah. as whatever.
1: To glue back every concrete ma-
3: slab, you no, know. No, like, yeah, no, to maintain. You have to uh, inspections. Uh, inspect. You have to um, repair and prevent. Right. And that's why all of Montreal streets are gut open right now is yeah. because are the auto routes and the bridges and stuff, is because there was no maintenance and 30 years down the road, you're facing a serious problem and your city is...
0: And mayor, you get mayor you know. after mayor, passing the buck to the next. Uh, yeah. Some of the engineers I talk to, um, they're in the water filtration uh, yeah. business. So their job is to design these or repair these complex water filtration systems that are responsible for sometimes for entire boroughs. And these are absolutely mind-boggling intricate sewer system, filtration—they're
3: also very old.
0: They're super old,
3: and most of the tap water in most of the water, the good water that is being sent to your home, is wasted in the ground because yeah. the pipes are failing. Mm-hmm. Most of it. So,
0: and there's even, but <laughs> it's you just—you discover these. <laughs> the I've discovered these. There's these jobs I didn't know existed. Like there's um, guys whose jobs is just to—they're divers. They're diver welders. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. They dive and weld underwater, and that's okay. their specialty. In the pipes? In the pipes, in, in the, the underground sewers? sewer filtration, like ducts, like these, these, these things that we don't even know exist underneath <laughs> like cities. Ninja turtle style. Yeah, <laughs> ninja turtle style. <laughs> these all these guys get called in by the engineers, and they just like they have their gear, they have their their tanks, whatever, and they just go down yeah. and they'll weld this little piece of thing that will divert water to the next burrow.
3: Welding is a huge part of uh, engineering, by the way. Welding, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's much
0: bigger than we realized, of thing.
3: It's much better. It's bigger than flash dance. It's huge. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a trade and it's a, it's an engineering specialty. When you're welding metal together, you're essentially... Giving it the same property as if it were one piece, you know, but it's about the size of the weld, the angles, all that. So, all that's calculated. And, and then you have to.
0: It's not just some guy like. like. No, you're not just two. doing it like. Because that's all people see, right? Yeah. It's, it's some a guy lot just more like going yeah. back and forth with the. But they don't understand this guy is essentially like doing what fifth century alchemists dreamt of doing <laughs> with magic you know like m- cre- like yeah. seamless making two pieces of steel or or um yeah. uh, like. about
3: welding a health and safety moment mm-hmm. uh, when you see yeah, story uh, uh, story <laughs> no when you when you see a welder at work and you see the glare from his uh weld don't look don't look yeah you should never look that can at fuck it you right up right yeah don't look even I, if I kind of far. instinctively
0: knew that because even at the corner of your eye, it's like looking into the sun. Yeah. Yeah. It's very bad for And you. The, like, this is maybe an idiot test here, but the motherfucker has a like full face mask <laughs> yeah. with a visor the size of a, a gum, like a chewing gum pack for a reason. Right? Yeah. If that guy's, you know, then if you're like, oh, yeah. look at that. Oh. <laughs> oh, pretty. Oh, pretty. Pretty. <laughs> I like the sparks. Yeah. So th- there's <laughs> interesting. <My laughs> <eyes. laughs> it's interesting, though, because you, you have kind of two challenges that I think are fascinating. So, first of all, you're in this industry that, especially lately, has been under a lot of heat. Yeah. For uh, corruption, for for collusion, et cetera, et cetera. But, then, but also, you're, um, as Richard said earlier, you're in one of the most male. Um, like, traditionally male. Traditionally,
3: yeah. I'm and sure it's changed, right? It's changing. It's not um, fully changed. It's definitely male-dominated. Uh, I did have the chance to study with um, a good portion of girls in, in class. I studied civil engineering. You know, mechanical has less girls than guys, but some more, and electrical a bit less, but more and more now. But So... At school, it was promising, but then in the workforce, um, it was very. It's it's different, and it also depends on the type of project that you're working on, the type of work. Um, I found in different fields of construction, you can have a hospital building is one thing. There was more women. Some people wonder, well, the, the technical aspects are. Uh, often biochemical and things like that so a lot of women study some of those fields. the science okay yeah. but the, like the, the scientific the parts, the physical but parts are the, still the physical mainly part are of course mainly dudes, dudes. and uh, when you're talking about construction management yes i see more and more construction workers actually uh, lady construction workers they're That's learning the hot. trade and coming out and but they they are also trying to make their place it's not it's not easy have you
0: encountered have you had to sort of push back um because of maybe what is a male culture have you ever encountered any sexism or um, difficulties with within that environment uh,
3: personally not so much um probably more but I'm I'm maybe too uh, involved in that world to notice if it was a sexist comment or a joke, and I, I might have not even noticed myself. Okay, you know? well, like,
0: I I didn't mean like like guy like hey baby like not nah, that kind of no th- more like maybe not taking you seriously because they're used to like a fifty five year old uh, you know salt and pepper mustachioed guy giving yeah. him orders. Have you have you? I
3: would say. Uh, I don't know. It's a tough question because I, I'm also younger. Yeah. So as a younger person, you have less your mustache. Also hasn't Grown in full. Yeah. Year. Yeah. You're but, still growing the mustache. But uh, I, yeah, I'm growing it in <laughs> slowly. Slowly. <laughs>
0: I feel like mustaches are a thing in construction. Yeah. I don't know why. They, they're like a, a a badge of a badge of honor. Yeah.
1: Is that true? Is it? Is there a lot of more mustaches on construction sites? On construction sites than in general population?
0: <laughs> have we stumbled upon?
3: I have to phenomena? say yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe it's some sort of form of protection from <laughs> Maybe. from the bits. <laughs> yeah. So, but sorry. Some,
3: uh, anyway. no, uh, no, I was going to say some uh, working environments can't, don't even allow you to have any facial hair. Oh, that's right. You could yeah, catch
0: fire. Som- yeah. Sometimes it's very Makes dangerous. Sense. Is that a health and safety thing?
3: Yeah. Like in a ah. refinery, like if a guy shows up with stubble, he gets kicked out. He doesn't really? even get to go into work.
1: Because his face could go on fire?
0: Yep. Whoa. So um, you mean you know that's happened, right? Uh, some like yeah. they didn't think too think too too much about it until one day someone's face fucking lit up yeah, yeah. So some environments oh, are very uh, yeah restrictive zero that days sense. without incident
3: yeah huh. no it's a it's a little um hard to think about but it's true that um you do feel a bit like you have to prove a bit more you have to be um very cautious about the the way you uh, sort of carry yourself. Sometimes you want to, if you have a point to make or you have, a, you're fighting for some kind of uh, argument. You know, um, playing it out is tricky because you don't want to be the hysterical woman in the meeting because that's the first thing people will comment on. Is really? that's yeah, teri- it's hard. Um, okay,
0: so if you're if you're adamant about something, that you they, they might play the oh she's being hysterical. Card. Exactly. Or she's, I've, I've a heard that and, yeah I've like, heard that
1: if you're in a the guy halls. and you raise your voice then you're authoritative
0: you're passionate Yeah, you're
3: passionate but a woman will be emotional mm. but she's just as passionate as you are and yeah. she's just okay so, with talking about yeah, those emotions unfortunate <laughs> that it's still we're still in those archaic it's a bit uh, old school yeah it's, it's old school but
0: it doesn't get more old school than building like that's the that was a guy thing since the day we stopped roaming you know yeah. like mm. yeah. piling shit and building and
3: that's true I think though that the um I've seen the benefit of a balanced um management team, a balanced uh, leadership Gender wise mean? gender-wise gender-wise mm-hmm. and I think that's where I saw the most productive uh, decisions and the best environment for the team where there was a balance in the you know male versus female way of thinking out approaching the problems yeah
0: visibility i feel like is actually like nine tenths of the battle like people talk about how they need to be systemic rules put into place and ways need to change and things need to be this and that but i feel like just visibility for those people who don't intellectually know how to really change their outlook on life visibility is most of the time enough you know just putting like just encouraging like women or whatever the minority or in that situation is to to not be afraid to come into that profession you know once you've seen a couple you know every every person that's kind of simple-minded uh and not very aware or not very progressive in their views Mm -hmm. uh, whenever they've become okay with other races other religions other whatever it's because they've they've gotten to know a few people and realized that there was no boogeyman there there was just another person with a different lifestyle yeah. you know yeah. so just seeing more women in those command posts i'm sure has done a lot a lot more to kind of not make some of these old school guys kind of freak out all the time they're like okay yeah, wait this definitely. is definitely and this is more normal now this is not a they're not trying to they're not trying to take over they're not trying to take away our jobs or it's always that game that's being played, you know, by certain people.
1: And I'm, and I'm sure, in, in some ways, it, there must be a benefit of having a, like a female uh, approach in in certain situations, as opposed yeah. to like a bunch of meatheads just like butting heads uh, all the time and I think you know so. egos. And I
3: think the 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 most noticeable uh, difference I uh, encountered is the. Um, A bit proactive preventive way uh women might think of about problems like they think ahead they think down the line we should make this decision falling on people yeah like strategically (laughs) we should do this because risk and, and things might go down this road things might go down this road or doing this will influence that you know way of thinking and uh men most often just fight fires as yeah. they come, they just. And they're cowboys. They're cowboys. They're they risk deal, takers. yeah, yeah. They they're deal with like the it's one encouraged. crisis at a time, but they deal. Yeah. With, they only deal it. They only deal with it when it becomes a crisis. While women will avoid the crisis and they'll be, be a bit more, you know, they um, want to keep the peace a little bit and prevent things work yeah.
0: at least in the work type environment. At the club is a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sort of different. Oh, sex is alarm. <laughs> sex alarm. No, but uh, uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Uh, I know a. Uh, a project manager, um, lady at mm-hmm. a transit authority, mm-hmm. which again is a very male dominated, a lot of guys in blue shirts yeah. with more mustaches, <laughs> right. Uh, very like, you know, Bob type guys, you know, with, uh, with like the blue shirts and like just making these, uh, like infrastructural decisions and train schedules and security and blah, blah, blah. And her job is specifically just to make sure that when these cowboys get together that they play nice. You yeah. Know? Just she's there literally just to make it work because sometimes, and that's again something that's wrong with archaic male education and um, masculine culture, where when you're put into leadership, it's not sufficient. No one's put in with and and, and encouraged to like make the peace between the tribes. <laughs> and and foster a a united you know community no the the idea is like once someone gives you the spear you must lead to victory and you must change the way and you must change anew and restructure and you must leave an iron fist yeah yeah you want your statue in the public square right and then like you've got a hundred of these guys doing it all in their little (laughs) departments now you pull all these guys into a meeting and it's like a free-for-all. Well,
3: that's what a construction job is, especially big ones where you have different areas and different managers in charge of different areas. They sort of make a little sandbox and they don't want to share. And right. they don't want to share the crane that comes in. They don't want to share the material that they're buying. They, You know, and uh, not all of them do, but it's a bit of a territorial instinct that comes into play right away. And... um sharing (laughs) (laughs) is huge it makes you efficient it makes you make more money you know it's like ladies i just think that the 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 balance in leadership takes uh, takes a whole other turn to the team and to where it it can go into the Efficiency of, of men adult, also behave
0: huge. better when there's women around. I've noticed this. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. My <laughs> boss is
3: often um, apologize for swearing. I'm like, guys, it's okay. I, they don't. There's this I thing say, decorum. I the it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm not
0: twelve. <laughs> again, depending on the context, men can also act dumber if there's a woman around. If if she, yeah. especially if she's is attractive, yes, right? yeah Then guys' IQ yeah. drops really fast. But uh, she herself, this, this uh, a project management lady, she has told me like over her career, she has literally broken up fist fights. Oh, yeah. These are like office yeah, guys. Yeah, these guys can
3: hmm. sometimes... they the People get upset and um, it's not right to get upset and to throw shit, you know, but yeah. some guys do that. It's forgiven right away and then, you know, they make up and then it's done, you right. know. But you it's, is, know. It, is it a way to act in a business setting no uh, could it is Fuck it no. le, is it more forgivable because you're in a construction cabin i don't know yeah but maybe, maybe you know, but i mean the it's the testosterone is pretty high in those camps too so it's one of the
0: obstacles yeah. with some of these things too these old ways of doing these old boys club type of behaviors is that sometimes these kind of let's go fix this in the back and just have a have ourselves a you know fisticuffs were kind of organic ways of not having to establish new regulations again, right? Yeah, so or Barry, new
3: procedures, like how are we going to do this next Barry time? and
0: Jojo didn't get along. Uh, they went outside. Barry whipped Jojo's ass. They came back in. They're like, all right, Jojo can have the material. Yeah, <laughs> or, or it was
3: Barry's way from now on. Yeah, you know? Barry
0: is the top dog now. So there was a value to it, but in a ostensibly progressive and civilized way, environment that is inclusive to women men blacks asians whatever this can no longer
3: i I think it's also unsustainable in a business sense yeah Barry's not right. Barry wastes all of the plywood. Why should we do it Barry's way? Yeah, even if he's because stronger. he beat Jojo up. It doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> I love that you remember the name You're right. I think it's important. I like I like Barry, Barry and, and Jojo. Jojo. Yeah, yeah. It's almost Casey and Jojo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. This is this is a very very um, um, uh, so uh, very quickly the story that really marked me from Helen. Hmm. Um, was uh, the uh, sorry, sorry? I just gave. I just said her name. The this project management uh, shout out to Helen, um, was that she went to Texas to to Dallas, Texas to do a conference, and her job was to present something very concrete and like a procedural change that is going to take effect, and I said, all right. So what was it like? And she's a tall, blonde lady in her 50s, kind of respectable looking, you know, she, 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 you can tell that she's she has experience mm-hmm. and knowledge but she also has this big smile and just like immediately brings this good humor into the room, right? Which is kind of her job. So, she said what was interesting in Texas is the second she got off the plane uh, there wasn't a single ma- ma- male anywhere that didn't either wa- offer to escort her across <laughs> the street or dust off her table, like strangers are coming up and like, bowing and throwing their jackets and puddles for her. And once she got to the company, they're like, they're like, uh, welcome, ma'am. Like, everyone's mamming her and, like, (laughs) might I I offer you a glass of this? Like, everyone's just, like, the men are swooning and, like, just being incredibly polite and respectful of her. And may I escort you to your car and all this other stuff. And then the second that they sat down in the boardroom, she starts giving a presentation and just all smiling real politely mm-hmm. and right and then she realized halfway through the meeting that none of them were really listening they were just smiling at her cuz she was she was a, she was a lady and you you smile at a lady and you nod and you you affirm and you confirm everything oh she says oh my gosh when she was done she's like so what do you guys think you know you think we could uh, get to work she's like that's great well we've already we're already figured out how we're going to deal with this problem but <laughs> It sure is, sure is great. That's a lovely accent you have there, that French accent. That's something special. <laughs> oh, my special. gosh. And she's like, oh, wait. Behind all of this like chivalry that you wouldn't, wouldn't find here uh, is underlying this complete uh, indifference and not taking women seriously, seriously in any all. way. Wow. At S- all. So Nothing sad. she said landed with these guys. But they were super polite about it. Huh. They weren't like, all right, get out of here, no woman's gonna tell us how to run this town. No. They were all like that's, that's so just, cute. That's fascinating.
4: Thank you for coming down,
0: <laughs> Helen. I mean, I just think I speak for everyone here when I say that that was just just a little bit of wonderful. <laughs> she, and, and she's like smiling, she's like, motherfuckers, you need to implement this. <laughs> I I'm, I'm actually higher level than all of you. <laughs> you need What's to- that perfume? <laughs> is, that, is that vanilla? Any questions about the new procedures? <laughs> I <He's> do. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get those shoes? <laughs> My wife Can I offer you a sarsaparilla? Sas- Sas- Sioux City <laughs> sarsaparilla. <laughs> and it's not to dog on on Dallas, but like that's maybe like an example of a very old boys yeah, club I, kind of. Film.
3: It it happens. I can't say. Obviously, it's it's it's, it's unfortunate. Things need to change. Yeah. Things need to change. They're I think they they slowly are. I think um, there's an active. Um, Force in the in my generation of um, women that are that want to climb the the ladder, you know, they want those jobs, so they're gonna they're gonna work at it. And the idea is to to get there if you're if you're the right person to, if you're competent, if you're the the good leader, you know, not just because you're a woman and you need to fill a quota kind of thing about you know an equal board of directors or whatever it may be.
0: Hillary Clinton.
3: Right, you know the
0: perfect example of that. Uh,
3: that argument is just it going. It's it going not going to help. Places. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to help. And the the little girls in the you know the in that ladder need to need to focus on their competence and their and their worth and not just their entitlement of getting a position because it's time. You know, I I think I I see a lot of women around me at work that are very good at what they do and that's what needs to shine out more than anything same for guys you know if you're if you're good at it then you're the best person to do it then yeah, we you just do need it, to take you know?
0: these distractions out of the way yeah like forget, like gender, I'm, forget I'm a whatever. woman
3: for a minute you know like uh forget i'm wearing a skirt or forget it
0: i can't i'm I can't. sorry <laughs> i'm, sorry. <laughs> it's I'm just, kidding <laughs> it's
3: it's hard i know it's it's weird but it's just like Listen to what I am saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like those those guys in that boardroom. you <laughs> even listening little... to that poor woman. I, mean,
0: I just. By the way, everything you've been talking about today has just been wonderful. Do you like sarsaparilla? <laughs> I'm out of here. Wonderful. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. That's great. That's almost more insulting that somebody just go like, I will not have some... Some little chickie come in here and tell me how to run my company. Like it's almost more insulting to be like, "Did you mm-hmm. the way your eyes, the way yeah. your eyes, I love your hairstyle, what, what's that perfume? Where did you buy that blouse?
1: <laughs> it brings out your eyes." You're
0: like motherfucker, I just, I just laid down the the yeah. plans for the next five <laughs> years for this company, and y'all, you were you guys were like looking at uh, what like baseball scores under the table on your phone? What were you doing? Dumb bastards. Dumb
3: bastards. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I immediately asked her too. I was like, "What about the women? How were the women? Were they subservient? Uh, were they like submissive types? Like, no, they just they just uh, they they just had huge hair. The hair, the eighties hair thing is <laughs> alive sounds, and well yeah, in bouffant. Dallas. Sorry, the bouffant, the bouffant. Yeah, and the, the blue. Uh, wow. I before she left for the trip, I was laughing that I was telling her, uh, "You're probably." I wonder if you're going to run into some of those blue eyeshadow <gasps> secretary types with the big As bangs. She and and she, she was like, "I couldn't believe it, Jason. I thought you were like stereotyping, but
3: But there were no, no women in like um, functional managerial positions. It was all uh, they, when they support. When stuff? they were
0: in any leadership position, they were generally the wives of someone oh, else wow. in the company. Um, and, I mean, they're not, like, completely back as backwards, but...
3: No, of course not. Certainly,
0: it was a shocking contrast to Montreal. Yeah. Where, and I guess here, we're kind of seeing the opposite, because now we're, we're living in a much more, I, I would like to think, uh, equal opportunity type of place.
3: Well, I think if you are come from a big family, you're probably going to get a good job.
0: Right, well, now we're getting <laughs> into class, which yeah. is a whole other thing. Whole, but I'm talking yeah. just, just gender, from a gender standpoint. Yeah. Not calculating anything else i think here we're seeing there's a seems to me like there's a lot more equality of opportunity than in many other places yes i
3: definitely i think i think there's opportunity for boys and girls and there's a lot more girls in university yeah. overall, that finished and graduate, so... And
0: more women graduate. Men are getting actually dumber, yeah, statistically. Yeah, which is sad,
3: and that shouldn't Yeah, happen, and that's also
0: not just because we're noble, that's also because now, our, our, our fight now is, are you a man or a woman? Like, <laughs> that's, that's... Yeah. I can't I just, tell.
3: I find it, it it's, it's, it's relevant, just, you know, you like the subject, go to school, do well, uh, live, do it, do, have, get the job, that's what you want, you yeah. know, and, and, um, I, do your best at it. I don't know why it's so the discussion is around everything else.
0: It's all distractions. Yeah. It's
3: all distraction. It's not about the professor that you had or the experience you had in a in university or not. Maybe you didn't you choose not to go, but you want to you want to do something and you just push through whether you're yeah. a guy or a girl and
0: I think it's just a backlash of so many generations of the educated oppressing the uneducated, right that mm-hmm. I feel like this is like um the pendulum effect again, where there's almost a war on competence now, right like nobody wants to believe anything anymore, and nobody wants like your degree doesn't mean shit and mm-hmm. and your expertise no whatever you can you and your team can put up a building in six months. Uh, with the latest science and technology at, you know, harnessing it all perfectly. But I'm just going to like, I don't respect that really because I know you're all corrupt. and like, there's all this tearing down kind of. Yeah. Uh, and pointing,
3: not Pointing the finger and not.
0: Disbelieving everything and not giving anything it's due, which is allowing all these pretenders, obviously, these do nothing people to become successful.
3: Somehow important. And educated, competent
0: people <laughs> kind of just being kind of, you don't impress me. Well, you know
3: I think what's sort of happening and on as a personal experience is I'm just gonna be one of those really silent people and I'm not gonna participate in this um um dialogue of of deafs the uh, dialogue de sour, you know. Yeah. Uh, people are talking at one another nobody's listening and the debate is completely worthless, you know. So the people that are uh, grounded and no their shit are gonna step away and you just won't hear from them and they well, will be a, a silent da- force but that's dangerous inside. too yeah it's very dangerous but it's been happening for a long time i mean that's
0: why we have trump and versus hillary clinton in the u.s you because know, like the smart <laughs> people have given up <laughs> and are just like fuck this i'm not voting anymore or, i i know it's all fixed and and the only people still in the game are the the the, the no offense, but like the monkeys, they, they still like think that they have a say. Yeah, but you know? it's
3: it's. I think it's just it's. It, everything is, blown out of proportion. Yeah, and nobody knows what to do anymore. Nobody knows what to think. Nobody knows how to formulate an opinion. Also, you know, you're just so, told over and over what to do what to think uh, that you can't even think for yourself yeah so you yeah you can go to school or not or then you know you don't go to school and then uh, i don't know you then you start hating people that did go to school but why yeah (laughs) and and vice versa the oppressing and not oppressing and it's, it's it's a little crap it takes it takes all kinds of people to make a, w- a world work. You know, Where, whatever happened to that? Whatever happened to everybody playing uh, uh, their role? You and know? Actually, not their role, but playing a part and playing the part yeah, they want to own.
0: Valuing the, the moderate. Valuing, like, valuing the people, the moderates of our society, uh, as opposed to only listening to the, the, the extreme sides. Right? Exactly. Like not giving any value to a, a guy or a girl who wasn't particularly rich, wasn't particularly poor. Wasn't a genius in school. Wasn't shit. Yeah, hit the bricks. Got their little degree. Mastered their their field, and does the very best job that they can. Like nobody gives a shit about that. You, they, it's they'll so pay sad. more attention to the do nothing person, the Kardashians of the world, or <laughs> they will worship at the altar of Elon Musk, who it's, of course deserves yeah. a lot of the, the the praise. But we're not praising him. And admiring him as an example of, a, of the potential of human hu- human thought and, and intelligence, but rather as some sort of Christ-like figure. I feel like that's what the masses are really looking at. There's a bunch of people who see him for what he is, but most people just want to worship him, right? Yeah. As a, as a savior, as someone who's going to do the work for us, rather than showing him as an example of, of how everybody or a lot of us could aspire to that kind of...
3: And how we should all sort of... Uh, uh, not behave, but like see our world as you know as something that we need to be a part of. Yes, yeah. make better.
1: But he's just trying to get to Mars. He's trying yeah, to yeah, he's escape just all he wants
3: to get out of here.
2: Start <laughs> over
0: again. We're gonna lock the doors of the he space wants to get shuttle out of the and like, be like, so long, yeah. suckers. <laughs> he's
1: like, fuck this.
0: Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. Well, that's the classiest way to do it, I think. Yeah. yeah. Later, bitches. <laughs> Later. <laughs> but
3: it, the the what you just described was as someone who didn't come from anything particularly important or uh, just worked his way and was humble. And those are all the characteristics of a good leader. And then you see those motivational videos. You see the guy, the Alibaba guy every two weeks. I see him on my Facebook feed. Like I failed three times in college and I got rejected from a, a McDonald' or KFC application. Everybody got hired except me and the failures that you have to go through and all those things, they're all very valuable lessons. I yeah. feel like they're so valuable, but nobody's paying attention. No, once again, they're paying, <laughs> just like pff, well, passed but once, on, and nobody's retaining. No, no, but once what again,
0: takes. what the people are actually, uh, what the what the idiots are actually focusing on is it's okay to fail. Yeah, <laughs> they're forgetting the part where you you're like you turn it into a victory and you forge you know out of the like phoenix rising. Right? Yeah. They're just like oh. Oh so oh it's cool to be a a, a do nothing <laughs> s- self-pitying failure. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, no one has the right to <laughs> yeah. tell me that I should be ashamed for you know, but they're like no no no, there was a part where you're supposed to get back up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And do something. Exactly. You know? Again, and, uh, the focus is off what's I'm like uh, no
3: no judgment, but it's just like you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't yeah. be a victim and complain about it if you've done nothing and you want you claim to want something else i think in general that's my one of my models i would like to
0: change that to uh you can't uh have your cake and identify as cake as well (laughs) (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but uh, i would like to amend one thing you said as well about you coming from humble uh, parts i would like to correct i believe that's incorrect i've met your parents they're extraordinary Oh, you thank have, you. Yes, I you happen
3: have, to have an extraordinary. You have
0: extraordinary parents. Yes, they're like you. some of the finest people I have ever thank met, you. and I've literally had one meal with them, and I'm like, yeah, they're fantastic. I think they're. I concur.
3: They're my favorite people.
0: They're really like how <laughs> aside many from
3: aside from you guys?
0: No, no. I mean, f- forget <laughs> us. You, you, your mom and dad are just really like for whatever they are. They aren't like they're just an, a phenomenal combo and uh, i think there's i don't want to put all of your success uh as a result of that but clearly they gave you a hell of a like you know they sure did
3: and i i'm i know that and i'm grateful for that and i i hope to transmit that too and i think that's one of the big parts that people overlook is the the uh, surrounding uh kids get brought up in and and the support that they need and that's what makes a good human being in the end is just, you know, people need to feel loved. And the first place they look to is their parents. So, yeah. you know, so a lot of our problems are unfortunately because people are
0: not just not holding their goddamn kids.
3: Just hug them, you know, <laughs> <Just hug> them. <laughs> tell them, tell them they're the best in the world and tell them to do their best. And then and they will because kids listen to their parents. They they trust them. You know, it's they're, they're, that, their relationship is... Um, so important in humanity and it gets lost in a lot of things that we're living now yeah. people are far apart and go to a small village you know families raise children Village raise, villages raise children it's a it's fundamental. a fundamental human relations are so important and the most important one in a child's life shouldn't be ignored and shouldn't be set aside for yeah I mean if you want to fuck up yeah. your life
0: after that's your business you know hopefully you won't but Everyone should get like a good running start at least you know, that's just some of the fundamentals yeah. there, you know someone telling you, yeah, you should you can succeed if you put your your heart and soul into it, but also no one to shut the fuck up that's that's like a lesson I'm yeah. in the midst of teaching <laughs> my older son now um clearly a lesson I myself haven't learned, <laughs> but <laughs> but we're supposed to do better for them, right We're supposed to do better for the next generation yeah. <laughs> it's so hard
3: it's so hard people are are come into the world in such different circumstances and it's it's you can't um expect everything to can expect everyone to be able to push and to fight their way through uh their the whatever ghetto they're from or it's hard it's it's just it's uh,
0: but i mean like every person we've had on the show yeah every person i've met that had any kind of character whether they were successful or not minimum if it wasn't their parents somebody at that stage of their life kind of put a hand on their shoulder and said like yeah fucking i got your back or you know don't don't keep going or so- follow someone your dreams, who tells or,
3: you spread your wings you know don't spread be afraid. your wings F- or jump jump and if you fall we'll catch you or yeah. if you fall fall you'll you'll deal with you'll deal with it don't be afraid to fall it's that it's a lot of the. It's don't be afraid t- to trip. Don't
0: not how many times you fall, but how many times ha- you get up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And it, not how many times you fail, but how many times you succeed after, or how many. It. It's a. It, most of the mistakes you make are the life lessons that make you who you are, and that. Make you spread your wings further and faster, and.
0: Kind of like the quiche that you brought. Yes. I that. think that's a. Su- <laughs> that, that's an example of giving people <laughs> of love. Success.
2: <laughs> Eggs and,
0: and cheese and stuff. That's one reason. That's minimum one reason why you're gonna have to come back uh, to to talk to us yes. again because your cooking skills. I love to feed you guys. Like <laughs> this man across from <laughs> me uh, are exceptional, <laughs> and I believe that is also a fundamental component of uh, food is g- growing food is good, good for people. The soul. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, food.
3: The dinner table. Eat with your friends. Eat with your family. Break bread. It's a uh,
0: yeah. A meal not shared is a meal not worth having. All yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I
3: think the a table like the podcast table is a gathering place. It's a sacred thing, it's a, it's and like humans cairn, need huh? to be together.
0: Well, thank you for being together with us. <gasps> I love that it. That sounds really dirty, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for having joined us today.
3: Let's hold hands.
2: <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> Feeling circle. Kumbaya, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>